Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. We're back after a week off. Yeah, sorry. Thank you guys for like indulging me while I went on my fucking 35th birthday to Mammoth. That sounds really fun. Yeah, it did, actually was really fun. Did you jump into the cold water and do a Wim Hof? Uh, it was frozen. Oh. So I couldn't. I did it. I went skiing though. That's exciting. Yeah. Did you uh, bump and dangerously injure a dentist? I don't think I got close enough to dentists. I was closer to like four-year-olds. I okay. was really with the little kids, which is where I belonged and it was fine. It was fun. So you did like bunny slope? I did not even do a bunny slope. I just took like a ski lesson oh, with like a lady and we like never even went down anything because I'd never done it before. That's fun. So we just went like, um, like the little kids were like definitely going down bigger slopes than us. And then after our lesson was done, cause they make you like pay for like the whole day, even though your lesson is only like an hour or like you could do the two hour lesson, but that's like another like $250 or something. So, um, we were like, well, do you think that we could like try it? And she was like, no, <laughs> like you're not there yet. <laughs> no. you, she was like, if you want to. And then she pointed to this like tiny, like three foot patch of snow by the bar. And she was like, if you see right there, there's like a slight incline. You could just try going down that. And we were like, let's just fucking go. I want to take these boots off. So we never really made it down. So I don't know. I guess maybe you, I, maybe it's not really accurate to say I want skiing. I guess I'll say you I did. Could, you put on my skis. skis were on. Yeah. I went down a hill, a very not really hill, hill of uh, slope, uh, like into like a like a gutter. Okay, I don't know, very like a (laughs) a slight incline. Sure, yeah. I haven't skied since I don't even think I've skied since high school. But in my head, I'm like, oh, I'd be just as good as if I probably. I think it's like riding a bike. I I don't know how hard. I mean, I think it'd stay with you. I had to take. A ski lesson when I was a kid, and it was traumatic. I hate I hated doing anything in a group setting with other boys my age. Yeah, as like a teenager. Oh, that would be a nightmare. Yeah, it's but like you know, especially I didn't know them, and it was just like you know, my parents were skiing, and I had to go on this. this oh, that's it's horrible. And they, I just remember they gave you this stupid like packed lunch with like an apple and like a disgusting turkey sandwich, oh, God. and then you had to spend all day with this like. 20 something ski bro oh no with all these like other like 13 year old boys it was horrible oh see i did private and it was like 
this like middle-aged lesbian ski Great. instructor who's just like from England and she just obviously decided like this is what I'm going to do with my life and just like fucking move to Mammoth. And I was just like, I, I love you. I love your life. I want to just hang out with you. And she was like, well, I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> I mean, she, none of that actually happened, but I had the feeling that she was like, these people are pathetic. Oh no, I don't think so. I mean, whatever. She's just job. happy to help. She's just happy to have a client. Weird that she ended up in Mammoth of all places. Uh, well, it's like a huge ski resort. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it was really, yeah, it was, um, it was great. Uh, I want to go up to the snow. I don't know that I'll get to this year. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Um, um, I well, I went up to Oakland. Did we? I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast. Going. I up think to, that oh, you were. I was you there about at the to same go. Time I was in Mammoth. A couple of days before, so yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, nothing really goopy happened. I was just with um a three-year-old and a baby. Uh, I bought goopy spices to bring back to Los Angeles so I can cook with fun things. Um, other than that, nothing to report. Okay, sounds goopy to I me. I got some bad sushi. I thought oh. I was going to get food poisoning, but oh, I didn't. Because really? it, it had that like sort of like metallic taste. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. And I, I think like, if it tastes fishy is when you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. It didn't taste fishy. It just tasted not super fresh i don't know the worst sushi i ever had was a mall in chicago mm. and it was like i don't like the edges of it were like turning brown Whoa. it was like um and it really tasted it was i like had to throw it out but i didn't get food poisoning but it was the kind of thing that made me really homesick for california it was like right after i moved to chicago and i was like yeah oh god the sushi here is really bad because california god the sushi even in a grocery store is like so good walgreens oh yeah i mean the walgr the sushi at that walgreens on sunset is like oh, I haven't not a joke they have a sushi chef in there That's they so have really a guy funny. back there making sushi i mean i love gelson sushi and i really even like uh albertson sushi no not familiar they do, if you catch it at the right time, you can get a California roll for five bucks. Not too shabby. The one place, the supermarket you don't want to get it, Trader Joe's. No. Trader Joe's has famously bad sushi. It's, and I keep, every once in a while, I'll keep getting, like buying it because I, it's so cheap. It's like $3 and you think, oh, maybe it'll be better this time. And it's not even the quality of the fish that's that bad. It's the rice. Like it's the driest, crumbliest, dis most disgusting rice. Yeah, it's the rice. It's gummy. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh, it's so gross. Just don't bother. Just honestly, just like go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, sometimes Trader Joe's oversteps its bounds. Like they have a giant jug of green juice now. Oh, uh, yeah. That is like supposedly cold pressed, but it's like a gallon for $5. Sometimes their stuff is not good. And yeah. it's not worth it. But sometimes I think that with Trader Joe's, it's like frozen. And then like any type of like chip or cookie type of yes. situation is going to be good or any like the desserts are always really good and they're like dips and condiments are usually mm -hmm. pretty good. If you're, if when they get too adventurous though, you really don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. I got the Trader Joe's brand of smoked salmon. Yeah. And it was fine, but it just wasn't in like, it wasn't in, you know, strips or like slices that smoked salmon was in. It was just sort of like a pile of it. And when I was putting, I was putting it on my eggs and you couldn't like rip it apart into slices and it was just, you had to like just pick, pick at it it was weird like, i can't i literally like cannot imagine it was just like a, a mound of smoked salmon oh really well could you like flake it with a fork and not really it was it was too 
moist or Brian wet. wants to make smoked salmon. Or no, he wants to make lox cured salmon. Oh, that would be good. I'm impressed. I think that's like such a foodie desire. Yeah, it's very Brad Leone. It is. I'm like, Brian, who is this man making, you know, lox in my kitchen? Well, he's not doing it. He just said he wants to. Um, what do you, you just like try it or put it in the fridge forever? You know, I don't put, know. Pack, it, pack it with salt. Oh, salt, salt, salt. Yeah. And put it in the fridge. Uh, I do have another quick Trader Joe's recommendation. Hit me. That frozen eggplant Parmesan. Oh, is it good? Oh my God. It's, I was so hungry after work last night and I like refrained from going by the Del Taco drive through and I was like, I'm okay, I need to you. just have something at home, but I don't want to like actually cook anything. And I thought that the, usually sometimes with those frozen meals, you like have to cook it in the oven and it takes forever. It takes so long, but it's not good if you do it in the microwave. The eggplant parm, it had microwave instructions okay. and I was like, okay, I'll try it six minutes and it was like breaded, yummy, but like thick slices of eggplant with good marinara sauce. And then between the um, between the layers was like a big thing of ricotta cheese. Oh, yummy. I made it with a little kale salad. It was really good. That sounds so good. Yeah. I'm, yeah, Trader Joe's frozen stuff does not disappoint. Their mac and cheese is like really good. Frozen mac and cheese? Yeah. Frozen mac and cheese. The regular one and they have like the green hatch chili one, which is good too. The green hatch chili one is so good. Oh my God. Well, anyway. I would love us to do a spinoff Trader Joe's podcast. This has been a dream of ours since the beginning. I mean like almost as soon as we recorded the first one, we were like, oh, that should have been about Trader Joe's instead. And then it never was. Because Trader Joe's has, have you ever listened? They have their own podcast. Of course I've listened. Well, I listened to the first like. Season? Yeah, the first season. And then I haven't really gone back. It's a little disappointing. And it's a little creepy because these people, you, you think Goop staffers are indoctrinated. Like Trader Joe's staffers are off the deep end. They are deep deep down yeah i know i mean i think that we always wanted to do like at least like a fearless flyer recap or something yeah do you guys want to listen would you guys listen to that because we kind of want to do it maybe we'll do it for a bonus maybe a bonus yeah Yeah. um goop gwyneth yeah i thought there wasn't going to be much going on with her except today february 14th valentine's day she was on the ellen show oh she was yeah with ellen wasn't on it though it was a special guest host john legend uh, interviewing Gwyneth huh. Paltrow. That seems like a real, like, Buttigieg yeah, yeah. <laughs> trifecta. A real Buttigieg Klobuchar ticket <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, yeah, if you, like, every stream on the Ellen website goes to uh, Buttigieg fundraiser. Yeah, like two cents of every click <laughs> yeah. or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have a lot of money and they're not afraid to talk about it. Yeah, but they are afraid to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he asked her about, because I guess she's teaching Apple how to drive. Oh yeah, she's 16, right? Yeah. yeah. And Apple ran through a red light. So Apple yelled at her and Good. then she felt bad for yelling because Apple started crying. Oh, Apple. But I was like, you, I mean, running Apple, through, you a, went red through light, a red light. I would yell too. Like That's really bad. Yeah, that's like scary. You could kill everyone. How could you not? Is it like the first thing you learn is like, don't go through a red light. Like babies know that. that's like in baby books. Yeah. Like red means <laughs> stop, green means go. I don't know. I mean, I want maybe it just like turned red or Gwyneth honestly could be making it up. Well, or sometimes you go and it's like, yeah, you're like, can I make this? Yeah. And then you go and then like right as you get in the intersection, it turns red and you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And you just floor it. Through. And I know their neighborhood too, like San you Vicente, do? like those long, you, do know? you know where she lives. Well, I know like around, I just assume they live right up the street from the Brentwood Country Mart. Well, actually, why do you honestly, that? I do know exactly where they live. How do you know? I have 
inside information. Someone told me their address, but I'm not going to Who say told... Them. What? The podcast. You know her address? I do, but yeah, it's and immaterial. Why haven't we ever gone? Ah, that's weird. Just to drive by we it? We could drive by it. We could drive by it. Yeah. Brian. I, I don't have it. I have it. I wrote it down somewhere. So Why did someone it. tell you? How did it come up? Oh, gosh. Oh, I think it was someone on our Instagram. Okay. Yeah. God. It was Damn someone, it. Yeah. Thank you. Whoever someone, yeah, you yeah. It was a it was a long time ago. So I'd have to Jesus search for Christ. it. But yeah. That's crazy. Uh, and good. But don't that's I, I don't I'm we're, You're not telling yeah, you didn't say what the address was. Well, everyone knows she lives sort of in the Santa Monica. I'm sure area. like yeah. if you took a went on a tour bus, they that's would true. take you by. And also those tour I've been on tour buses before in LA and they're like, oh, yeah, This yeah. person lives here, that person lives that's there. True. I don't think it's always true. And I think sometimes it's just like houses that they own. Oh but they yeah, don't yeah, live yeah. in. So it's not always it's not Maybe she's not. It doesn't. Who knows? It might not be. Okay. But I know those streets, like the, the they're long um, intersections, and like I could see if something turns red and you're driving, you don't gauge it properly. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. So you can you know the intersection where this happened, or you could piece I am it picturing together. It. Yeah, San Vicente and uh, possibly Sunset or Olympia. That's a big. Those are huge intersections. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That's dangerous. I know. I don't know if it, I'm just guessing. All right. Uh, so she talked about that. And then, of course, John brought up the candle that smells like her vagina. That's t- and tired she was very bullshit. coy. And then, if, and then they, you know, brought it out. And then it turns out the whole audience in the Ellen show gets, I don't think they get the vagina candle, but they got $500 worth of goop stuff. What? They got um, all three bags of goop chews, uh, knock me out. Um, nerd alert and whatever the third one is, uh, roll call. First in class. First in class, yeah. Attend- perfect attendance. Perfect attendance. Yeah. And then they got, and I couldn't, I tried to zoom in on the other things. They got some sort of like serum, um, I think. The new one? Mm, that would be too expensive. No, I don't think it was the new, it was something that uh, you like that you push down and it comes out. It might okay. be with the old <laughs> moisturizer, I don't know. And then something that comes in like a clear bottle. Uh Maybe that that's the new vitamin C. That doesn't come in a clear bottle. That comes in like a little like medicinal brown glass. Oh, right. Hmm. I don't know. That's like a dropper. A dropper, yeah. And then they got a something in a jar, which I imagine is like the instant facial. That's that's a good one. Yeah. That instant facial is good. But these Ellen people, they don't they won't be able to appreciate it. They just went there to like dance and live, yeah. laugh, love. They didn't come to fucking get face serum. What are they going to do with it? They're probably going to sell it. Or they're probably, you know what they're going to do? They're going to fucking keep it forever as a knickknack. And never use it. Yeah. Because they'll be like, remember when we went on TV and got this fucking uh-huh. shit? Like, I'm not going to actually use it. What's it going to do? Oh, my skin use, oh, who wouldn't use it? Come on. Or like the, the way, nerd now alert? That I, well, like, who would want that shit anyway? I mean, they, they're, they're giving that away for a reason. Yeah. Come on. I'm sure that that didn't do well. Who wants that? I hate those chews. They're so stupid. I, They're not that good and they don't do anything for you. They taste okay. It just seems like crazy that you would spend $90 on this stuff when you could get like a bottle of melatonin for $10. Yeah. It's like I don't – I really cannot for the life of me understand why they made that. And most goop people want to do a little intermittent fasting. They're not going to eat a whole sugary They're treat sugary. right before bed. And I think most goop people will just like take drugs if they want to have. Yeah. They'll take Adderall or something. They don't want that. Come on. They're not really. Adderall, Xanax, Ambien. You know, goop. I don't think most goop readers are worried about their health insurance. or And their doctors listen to them because they're rich and And white. their doctors give them whatever they want. Yeah. And they go to doctors that aren't even on their prescription because they can afford to pay for it. Yeah. Or even on their insurance. Insurance. 
some doctors don't even take insurance. I called the gynecologist a few years ago, and it was like right after Obamacare passed. And the lady was like, she doesn't take insurance. And I was like, well, what do you do? And she was like, I was like, how do people pay? And she was like, credit card, check. And I was like, all right, bye. That's terrible. Uh, Medicare for all, guys. Medicare for all. My doctor takes insurance, but now they're get he's getting a little stricter as far as the uh, drugs go. Oh no! Well, that's probably just like ethics. Yeah. (laughs) Now I have to go in like every three months if I want to continue any prescriptions. That's too much. I know. That is kind of a lot. I mean, it is like a formality because he's just like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Hello." But come on, it's like time out of your day. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Uh, any other Gwyneth news? I don't think so. I mean, I haven't really even honestly been paying too much attention about Gwyneth, but I mean, she's been out. She's been about, she's not hiding right now, but I don't know any breaking Gwyneth news. Yeah. I think the Goop Lab was such a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? But it's like, well, they had to do a lot of publicity. Oh, for the TV show. Yeah. And And then now she's sort of like retreating. Yeah. She's in her down cycle. Yeah. But she hosted the pod this week. Oh, because it was Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, I didn't she had a celebrity. get a chance to listen to it. Uh, I did. It's on my list. So. Shall we transition to that list? Yeah. What was your best? The podcast. There you go. What a because, transition. Because um, I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She's like my... She's like my role model. I have a picture of her on my vision board that you can't see right now because it fell on the floor behind my dog's leash. <laughs> like but the it's, Iowa Democratic. Yeah, it literally is. It's like my. It's like I'm as pathetic as the Iowa DNC because my fucking vision board is like fell behind my couch and I just like haven't gotten it out because I'd have to like dig it out. So anyway, um, but I love her and I was like, oh, I'm definitely gonna listen to that. Um, and uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus has been making the rounds because. She's got the new movie coming out, which is oh yeah, like, Force Majeure, American but it's style, called um, Downhill. Downhill, and it's with Will Ferrell, and I can't wait. To, oh, it comes out today, um, so I'm super excited about it. And I mean, I guess I'm actually like, <laughs> I mean, I just the only reason I want to see it is because of her. Oh, oh sure. and it's like written by the a guy from Veep who writes on Succession too, so that's it'll oh, okay. probably be good. I'm sure it's good. It's I'm sure it's gonna be good. Um, but anyway. So, yeah, Julia Louis-Dreyfus was on and Gwyneth was sort of giving her like at the beginning, I felt like she was giving her like a little bit of her like I'm threatened because I'm talking to another actress shtick, which she sometimes has with women like um, she was like, um, you know, just to being like a little bit like so um, like. I don't know, like, have you always been funny and like uh-huh. stuff like that? And just like, <laughs> like negging um, her, <laughs> kind of negging her and kind of like, um, have you always been funny? That's such a terrible question. I mean, to just, her. yeah, shit like that. And just, she was just like, um, Julia Drive was talking about her dad and she was like, is your dad still alive? And she was like, unfortunately, no. And Gwyneth mm. was like, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> They're both, they both but, have dead dads that are extremely wealthy. Extremely well, Julia Louis Dreyfus' dad was like, it was a like a 1% right? billionaire, yeah. yeah. But then they're both like kind of billionaires. I mean, they, I, they, I, I mean, come on. Unfortunately, never meet your heroes because you don't know what no, Julia, I, Julia is, well, I don't know if she's in the I don't think Bernie, any, but. I don't think anyone who's like actually rich, like, supports Bernie Sanders. I know. I just don't think that they do. Cause guys, guys, I really made a point to like not talk shit about the other Democratic candidates lately. Okay, here we go. But fucking Mike Bloomberg, give me a break. Is he really running? Yes. I don't believe he's running. I just He's getting believe- like second or third place now everywhere. This, you're no, crazy if you vote for him. He's horrible. No he's one- horrible, horrible, horrible. I really, I don't know what's going on with Mike Bloomberg. I'm like really confused by his entire campaign, but I'm don't, I'm not worked up about it because it's like, 
people he's on the ballot in California and people are already voting in California and he hasn't done like anything yet. It's not about that. It's about getting enough delegates to um to 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 steal, he <laughs> steal have it any, from the the from Bernie Sanders. He doesn't at have the any convention. delegates. But if Bernie doesn't get the it's majority, not like no one is like mm, Bernie or B- Bloomberg. Who am I gonna pick? Old, well, you know, some people yeah, are some crazy. People are. They're like they just want to back a winner, and they think Bloomberg's like, oh, billionaire versus billionaire. Oh, he like did a mean tweet to Trump. Like he's gonna get in Trump's head. But it's like, no, this is a racist fucking Republican who hates you because you're not a billionaire. He hates you. Well, look, I feel like if Biden is coming in fifth in I mean, New Hampshire, I really am not worried about Michael Bloomberg. That's true. I, I'm just not, I'm not, I just, I don't know. I just, I, to me, it just seems like bullshit. He's getting in really late. He's like, hasn't, I, the only thing is he's been, I guess, buying ads. I haven't seen, yeah. I got a Tom Steyer thing <laughs> in the mail. And so now <laughs> yeah. my new joke is that my dog, cause we always say like who our dog oh, is. Yeah. So my dog was in the Yang gang, but then Yang dropped out. And so BB was like, I guess I'm voting for Trump as a pros test vote. Oh, no. But then we got something in the mail from Tom Steyer and he's like so impressionable. So he's like, oh, now he's backing Steyer. That's and I'm cute. like, all right, BB, but I don't think Steyer's going to get it either. BB's for Steyer. BB um, for Steyer. Was it? Yeah, everyone knows that Crackers, my one cat, is a Bernie bro. Yeah. Um, and Dahlia, his mother, my other cat, um, is still going strong for Klobuchar. For Klobuchar. She's got that. Everyone got wrote it. her off. Dahlia was a true believer yeah. from the start. And um, her candidate is doing well. 90, apparently 90% of female cats are Klobuchar supporters. That makes sense to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, she's always pulled strongly with them, female <laughs> cats. Um anyway oh yeah julia louis dreyfus uh so yeah she was like they you know they just had their little thing and they were talking about high school and gwyneth was like um she was like they she julia was like where did you go to high school and gwyneth was like i went to a school in new york called spence and just like all of this it's just like a really fun spicy little bitch interview but then and Julia Louis-Dreyfus just talked about her diet days in Chicago and theater and Second City Aww. and all of this good stuff. And then they started talking about postpartum depression. And Gwyneth was like, they both had it. And Gwyneth was like, yeah, so I had to like change my diet and I did yoga and I did, I learned that what, what was happening and da, 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 And I started moving my body. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus was like, yeah, I had it really bad with my first son. And then like a month later, I just got over it. And then with my second son, I had it really, really bad again. And then I went to my doctor and he gave me a shot and I was better in 24 hours. (laughs) A shot of what? Like estrogen or something. It's like your, it's like a hormonal imbalance. So he just like gave her a shot of her, like to regulate her hormones. That's not what Gwyneth wants to hear. And Gwyneth was like, oh, I wish I knew about a shot. I did it the hippie way. And Julia was like, yeah, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) It was like fun. Had a laugh with the girls this morning. She was one of those people that, is just universally loved. Everybody and likes She can her. get away with sort of anything. She just seems like really like smart and together and just like happy. Like she just seems like a, like a self-assured happy person. Yeah. And like, I think she is, she's been married to the same guy since she, like she married. Hall. Yeah. And they've been married for like 30 years and they have a hot son that plays basketball at Northwestern. They called one of the sons, but I don't think it was that one. I think no. it was the other one. I'm not sure what the other one looks like. Uh, Cause I guess she had like in her postpartum depression, his name was Charlie, but she was like, Oh shit, I should have named him Ernest. And she was like having a, like a meltdown about it. Why Ernest? I think that was like, maybe that was like her second choice. Uh And she was like, realized that she made a huge mistake, but, uh, all right. I'll have to listen. I mean, she's, yeah, she's great. Okay. Uh, my best was, 
the eight ways to reduce anxiety. Wait, I didn't see this one. It was there. <laughs> Which newsletter? Oh, you don't read oh, the newsletter. I don't know. Oh, it was on. It was like the top of the website. Uh, so they talk about eight ways to reduce anxiety. Um, blood sugar. This is interesting. I I knew about most of these, but blood sugar wasn't really at the top of my mind. Apparently, if you get too hungry, you could get anxiety. Um, so they recommend. Uh, every time you get anxious, just take a spoonful of coconut oil or almond butter. Don't do that. No, I won't do that. Um, sleep, duh. Uh, sleep is the best and least expensive anxiety medicine. Okay. Caffeine. We all know this. It's bad. I really only drink one cap, pu- cup of caffeine, cup of coffee, cup of coffee in the morning. And then I, um, don't drink anymore. And they said, especially people who take medication for insomnia should not drink caffeine and i was like okay fine yeah i definitely think i'm like over caffeinated and it like affects how i sleep at night because i i have i don't like i don't think about it but it's like if i'm really tired i'll just drink more coffee and if i'm not i if i'm okay i don't necessarily go to it or like diet soda i drink a lot which everybody always says is bad but i personally do not believe (laughs) (laughs) i am drinking a cherry diet dr pepper right now yeah but you're at my house you're at diet soda house yeah uh magnesium which i definitely take magnesium every day self-compassion oof i don't know about that self-compassion is a big one i'm trying with self-compassion but it's hard it's hard when you're 35 and then meditation exercise and the last one is reframe the conversation uh i don't know what it means get still get quiet and listen to whatever tiny voices inside no that's the worst thing to do is to listen to whatever the tiny tiny voice in my head is my literal enemy that's trying to kill me (laughs) Um, ask your body what your anxiety is communicating and what needs to change in your life so that you can live in a state of balance and ease. Oh my God, no thanks. Well, I think, isn't that the same thing as like meditation? It seems like the opposite of meditation because you're like thinking about shit. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, and then I had just another quick best. Just, I'm happy. Too bad. I know. Well, it's just, I was happy that it's there. Um, it was uh, crystals for boys. For little boys? For No, men. for men. Five crystals for masculine energy. And, oh, wow. You know, I always talk about there needs to be more masculine content on Goop. Um, and so I just appreciate that they did it. The five crystals are malachite or malachite for love, transformation, and balance. Tiger's eye for prosperity, willpower, and strength. Black tourmaline for cleansing, protection, and dispelling negativity. Shungite for purifying and neutralizing. That one is especially... Uh, they said recommended for tech bros or people that use a screen. Um, you're supposed to put the crystal on your laptop phone or desk to protect oh and cleanse God. your energy field. And then the fifth one is pyrite for abundance, luck, and wealth. Oof. And I have that pyrite. And let me just say, hasn't worked yet. Does but, not work. No. Mm-hmm. But there's still time. There you got These things take take a little bit of time. It took one of six months to cure her postpartum depression. <sighs> and it could have been cured with one shot from one. the doctor. So just the natural way is always gonna take a little bit longer yeah that's true okay what was your worst my worst was the actually it was the okay this is gonna be a shock but i feel like my worst was actually their new serum oh with hyaluronic acid and uh vitamin detox c? Oh. and vitamin c why i'll tell you why I feel like they are overdoing it with like their branded products right now, like Goop label shit. It's a lot. I mean, when we first started this podcast, there, there, I don't think they had anything. No, they had. I think they had like some 
cosmetics that was like juice juice, juice beauty, beauty goop by goop. Juice, yeah but so it, i don't like they, they weren't were manufacturing collab- right they were like collaborating with other and then you know they the clothes they out they came out with and then i think the first thing that they really did were the vitamin packs like the high school jeans and stuff yeah which you don't oh i almost well, and said goop glow. You, and goop and then goop glow but now yeah. goop glow is a whole brand in and of itself goop glow so like this is like part of the goop glow brand the new serum so goop glow really just means anything that goop makes that's for your skin is like goop is under the goop, goop glow, glow umbrella i guess so and so this is just and i honestly i didn't even click to see how much it even was let me look but i was just like i have this shit you can get this stuff yeah, this is another one. It's $112 with a 30-day with a subscription. Yeah. And it's like, I just, I don't, I it's enough. I just need a fucking break. Like, I is this a lifestyle brand or what? And also, like, some of the things that they have are so special. Like, the Goop, the original Goop Glow, the microder exfoliator shit that we had when we went and got those facials and then the uh peels oh yeah those peels are like really special and really good i just and then they are coming out with like thing after thing and then you get like high school whatever you get those fucking chews that we talked about that just all these disgusting nutritional supplements this which is like essentially hyaluronic acid with vitamin C that like you can get anywhere. Like, I mean, it, maybe it's better. I don't know, but I just, I don't understand why they're just, I feel like they are casting a really wide net and some of the stuff they have is really good. And some of the stuff they have is just sort of shitty. Yeah. They're, they're expanding at a furious pace. I, this was the thing I would buy, but I do agree with a lot of the points that you made. I, and I guess what they're saying is, that most vitamin C serums are already deactivated because they're like in liquid form and I guess they like degrade very but you quickly. you can buy the powder you can, and mix oh, you yourself. Can buy, okay. Yeah, so you don't need, so you don't, and it's cheap. Like you don't need to uh, do all okay. this. So yeah. this is, yeah. The thing I liked about it too is uh, they did a commercial with Jean. Oh, that's you, a, that's, that is special. You don't often get to see Jean. Well, we were worried about Jean even, you know, still being involved. I know. I thought that they had a fight. <laughs> I know. I, I, well, they might have, yeah. And this might be just like Maybe sort of covering up. up. Yeah. But uh, she talks for like two and a half minutes about this stuff. She's not the most natural on camera. Like you could tell. Maybe that's why she's been. Yeah, she's not like super. But she did a really good job. And I mean, this, you know, was part of the Ask Gene. So there was a fake question. Uh, Dear Gene, you say vitamin C is the most important step in your morning skin routine. How do you apply it for the best results? And where does it go in your routine in terms of order? And then, of course, that leads into, oh, we've created these two products that are sold together for $112 that you have to mix yourself. Um, well, there you go. But Jean says you put it on after you cleanse. And then she said for if you have oily skin, you can put on a moisturizer after and then an SPF. Or if you don't have oily skin, just skip the moisturizer and just put on the SPF. Okay. Good to know. Thanks, Jean. Well, I always love when people tell me what order I'm supposed to put stuff in because I feel like it changes. Quite That's often. the most confusing part to me. I think just slap it all on. <laughs> well, and she also says like wait three minutes between steps, which yeah. I never do at night because I'm always like ready to go to bed. So I, I've actually started doing it because when my face is wet, I'm like I can't. I'm oh, like yeah. it won't go on. It won't absorb. It's, it has to be totally. I don't. I I started doing it just because I don't like the feeling of like yeah, putting yeah, shit yeah. on shit. Uh, so my worst was the scrolling, scrolling. Okay. Oh, uh, so they have, they had goop PhD, which I don't know if was in the newsletter or I couldn't even find it on the website, but, uh, a listener, sent. yeah, a listener sent in the link. And then I like 
I like Googled it. So it, I think it's relatively new, but it's basically now this whole thing where Gerda, okay, let's see. Let me try to explain this. The team is led by Gerda Endemann um, and this other woman named Leah Bedrosian. And it's basically Goop's version of WebMD where <laughs> you can have any medical question and Goop will answer it. Okay. And this just seems to me like really playing with fire. Okay. Like really, I mean, they have the disclaimer, but I I think it's just for a p in a for like a PR perspective, it's not good f- for you for anyone to be able to Google medical advice through Goop, regardless of you know may- maybe the the advice and the information is good. Apparently, it's well researched by Gerda, but it just seems <laughs> like this could be dangerous. Well, I mean, for them. Gerda, I mean, are we? How much are we trusting Gerda? Also, like, don't we get our medical advice from like an MD, not a PhD? Yeah, I bet they literally couldn't say Goop MD. I wonder if. Well, like, Gerda is an MD, though, right? Or no, she's not. She's not. I she's mean, not, not that. She, I mean, obviously, she's very highly yeah. educated, and I'm sure very. She has a PhD in nutritional biochemistry from MIT. Oh yeah. No, oh. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. Neither. Yeah. That's neither. a heavy fucking <laughs> uh, degree for to be doing this, but okay. Yeah. I mean. They must just be paying her so much money. So much I mean, money. it's probably the only way you can even make money with that degree like that. Well, or it would be the most fun like, job. Or work for like Monsanto and try to like destroy the world. I'm sure everyone else with that degree is doing yeah. that. Yeah, or like work for like Jeffrey Epstein and try to like just like freeze his sperm. Like, yeah, those are, those I mean like those are your three jobs where you can make money or you can like work at a university. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> God. Uh, so Gerda's really doing God's work. But yeah, they, they literally cannot say uh, Goop MD. So... Again, and I, you know, I love getting advice from Goop. I just feel like I hate it. I always find like when they get get really technical, the writing is so dense and so stupid. And I'm like, I don't want to read all this from you. I don't trust you. Well, yeah, Why I might as well you? read a real medical. I don't, just text like go to I'm... my. I don't even have to read anything. Yeah, I can true. just go to the fucking doctor, which is like honestly probably the best thing. I mean, read and learn learn what's going on. My but... doctor gives me all these like printouts that are so funny. You seem like you have a really good doctor. <laughs> he is really good, but it's like it's like uh, things to do. It's like low fat dairy um whole grains that's healthy yeah it is healthy but it's just it's a funny little printout and i just and, like i'm taking it like okay i'll remember i Thank know you. and like but the thing about that shit is like it's so cheesy and you hear it over and over again but then like those are like actually like really serious recommendations and they actually do mean it but you like don't take it like i used to never take that stuff seriously but it like when your doctor tells you something like they might be saying it nice or like casually, but like that's like actual like that's advice from like a medical professional. Yeah, and it's really like it literally like life or death. <laughs> yeah, but it's like we don't. We're just like oh whatever. Yeah. He told me to eat grains, and it's like no eat like don't stop eating what you eat and eat fucking. Because yeah, I, I like to think oh I eat healthy because I do eat that stuff some of the time. But I'm if I'm being honest with myself, I'm also like eating like shitty food several times a week too. So it's like you can eat whole grains, but if you're you know going to the taco truck and. Uh, you know, ordering pizza and doing one other thing. Oh, and like going through like a box of Trader Joe's cookies. Oh my God. Well, you're... it's balance. You want to do like 80, 20. Yeah. But I do like 80, 20 in the 50, other 50 is like 50... hard for me. I Well, I sometimes do it. I'm like, I'm good, good, good. And then like, I'll have like this last weekend when I went away was like a fucking shit show. Yeah. I mean, like we were eating out every single meal, even though we had a kitchen in the house, we like didn't buy anything. And like we were 
you know, my, my parents came and they're like always like buying, like they got me like this like birthday cake and like all these like treats to have in the house. It was so sweet, but it was also like so bad. And then like, you know, there's just like so much booze. I mean, like all that ski shit is like really just about like getting drunk on a mountain. So sort of like there's like, it's like a very like alcohol focused trip. And it was just a lot. And then like, once you get knocked off your game in that way, you come back and you're like, I, it just takes a while to like readjust, you know? And then tonight I know we're going out to dinner again. So, cause it's Valentine's day. Not me. I got to fucking work. So honestly, it's better. I mean, like I used to never go out on Valentine's day and be like, we go out the day after Valentine's day because I thought that was like the smart thing to do. But Less restaurants do the prefix thing now. Yeah, I think everyone realizes that's like so dorky. No one likes that anymore. Cause when I my first like my first Valentine's Day that like I got taken out to like a fancy dinner, like it was with my old boyfriend. But we I just still will never forget like how shitty it was and like how disappointing it was. Cause like it was like I'd never been taken out to like a fancy, you know, and it was like so depressing. Yeah, I think people are getting a little smarter. Like even people that don't got to eat very often they even know like oh this is cheesy to do a stupid prefix so i just want to like go to a cool restaurant and have the real food yeah and that's like more what we're doing yeah so that'll be nice and you're going to culver city yeah it's a place in culver city what's called miriam more mod it's called um i can't think of it right now yeah uh oh wait i have one other quick word okay (laughs) sorry just the um they had like the questionnaire by the vintner's daughter lady because she was on um gene and megan's podcast this week and she fucking brought up the donabi and i was like i thought we were done with this she the question was current current goop shop obsessions and she says kamado-san donabi rice cooker um, and then and then they're like, what what do you love to cook? And she's like, mm, I don't know. I just cook everything in my Donabi. My mom, I got my mom a Donabi for something, birthday or something, and she loves her Donabi. She was like, the rice in the Donabi comes out better than like any other thing I've ever made rice in. Really? I mean, rice comes out so good in my Instant Pot. I can't imagine a Donabi would be that much She better. gave me her Instant Pot and she was like, I only Whoa. make it in my Donabi. <laughs> well, excuse me. Yeah. I guess maybe I should give it a chance. And yeah, I guess they're back. Vintner's the Donabi's yeah. back, baby. Second gen. Donabi 2.0. Yeah. And Donabi also is like more fun because you can like, it's like a tagine. Yeah, like, but doesn't it take forever or like you it doesn't take, and you can like put other stuff in it as a, th- you know, is yeah, the idea, and like yeah. it all just cooks together. But a tagine, you get that like crust on the bottom. You can get it with the donabi oh, as well okay. if you if you like cook it that way. So you could make, you could do like um a biryani in the donabi. Um, I guess <laughs> you could do biryani. a biryani in the donabi. <laughs> oh, all right, maybe I'll try. Yeah. Uh, okay, that was a lot for me. What? Was your craziest? My craziest. Well, it was like my saddest. Mm. Um, it was the vegan question for Gerda. And oh. she was like, okay, I think vegans should eat, you know, get, you need vitamin D and omega-3 and da, 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 da. And I was just like, maybe it was crazy. Maybe it was sad. I don't really know. But do vegans need this? Like, don't vegans know at this point what they need and don't need? Like, every... 
I think that we can just like put a pause on the conversation about like where vegans are getting their protein <laughs> and like redirect their questions to like how like meat and dairy are like literally destroying the world and like and our health and like maybe that's a more important conversation than like our vegans like what but what about my omega-3s? I agree that if you've spent any time in the vegetarian community or with vegans, you that would be like the first thing you would know is, you know, vitamin B12 supplement, maybe uh, iron, omega-3s, whatever. But I think because veganism now is becoming a little bit more popular with a little bit more of a mainstream audience, we might have to go over this again for people. Okay, that's fair. But I mean, is vegan, I mean, is Gerda even vegan? No, no, no. It was this question. She even said she was like, if I were a really good person, yeah. I would be vegan, but she's not. Yeah, I would be a vegan too if I was a really good person. It's hard. I, it's really hard being vegan. Also, I know that this is like a very controversial thing to say, but I swear to God, like if I, I don't know. It's like I, like I have to have like at least like chicken breast and like non-fat Greek yogurt. Like those are the two things. Like I will, like those are like such staples in my diet and they help me with like not getting too fat yeah <laughs> like they're real i mean i just don't understand like if i if i when i was vegan i ballooned up because it was like the amount of grains and carbs and shit i was eating were just like it was just my body doesn't it's like really i don't i know it's good for you and i know people can do it it is just a challenge for my body not i don't think any everyone's body responds well to be being vegan i think it depends on different people i think different people have different like yeah limitations and stuff like that i mean i guess there's other i can give up red meat no problem okay i don't yeah. eat red meat i, I can give up red, every once in a while i just need a little pepperoni on my pizza yeah every once in a while i mean i will like look <laughs> now we're just like we eat meat every day yeah. but like i mean like when i was on the road oh we'll when i on a, if i'm on a road trip don't ask me what I'm doing. Oh, I did get it in and out a few days ago. So good. I mean, I don't think you have to like write that stuff, yeah. stuff off forever necessarily. And and I, I do love bur burgers. I I have a burger maybe once every two or three months. That's um, not bad. But I cra I was craving in and out the other day. And it's good, but I, I do have to say, I do have to say, I feel a little sick afterwards. Well, it's like greasy. It's greasy, food. and I also I because In and Out has such trash fries. I have to get my fries animal style. Like yeah, their fries are not good. Animal style, well done. They're okay, but that's like basically you're eating a pound of mayonnaise, mayonnaise yeah. on top of them. Yeah, <laughs> and like three slices of American cheese. But if you just if you went to In and Out and just got a double double protein style and you know, a diet soda. Oh yeah, that's like health food. I protein style. I love the protein really? style. Yeah, it's like refreshing. Oh, those toasted buns, though. I mean, look, everybody likes a bun, but you know, yeah, yeah. If you're watching, if you're your watching figure. your weight, it's not a problem for me. Although after you sitting in that fucking line at In and Out for however long it takes, you you just want the real thing. Oh yeah, I didn't do the drive through. Or it's always a wait there. There is always a wait. It's because it's so good. Sorry, only people in California know what we're talking about. I mean, they you probably know, have heard of it, knows. but they don't never into it. Okay. Uh, so that was your saddest. That was like my saddest, craziest, just general, like irritating, yeah. sad for the world, crazy for goop, whatever. Uh, my saddest and my craziest was the Q and A with Perry Rubenstein called "Talking to Your Kids About Your Past." Oh Jesus Christ! And so this is like what? Okay, so he in in this goop article, all it says is he is like an art dealer 
and a former model that used to be a heroin addict. And he was like talking about how to sort of talk to his kids about addiction and like being doing so in like a not scary way, but also like sort of warning them that, you know, maybe there's something in our genetics that predisposes us to addiction. And yeah. Then all, so it's like really complicated stuff. And like, I don't begrudge this man for, you know, trying to warn his children about this stuff. But then I like Google this guy. <laughs> this guy is like, a, a a con artist. Oh really? Yeah. Wait, what's his name? Uh, Perry. Just Google the name Perry Rubenstein. The okay. first ten articles that come up. Oh is my god. Perry Rubenstein arrested for fraud. <laughs> Perry Rubenstein um like fakes bankruptcy to not pay thing. Like he this guy. <gasps> Oh, this guy is God. a piece of shit. Well, yeah, the first yeah. picture, if you Google him, like on the first row, it's like him, like in a in jail yeah. or in a courtroom. Yeah, but it like the way it's framed, it looks like he's like behind bars. He literally stole money from like the head of CAA. Yeah, arrested. So from in the ha- head of CAA? From Michael Ovitz. Yeah. The, oh, my God. Ooh, um, and all these like him. really powerful people. And I'm like, oh, why? You'd think Gwyneth would not want to well she's rep by CAA so I'm like why is she talking to this guy yeah and no not to be not to brag but so are we okay um our deal Harry Rubenstein arrested a uh plea deal in the case Art dealer Rubenstein cops grand theft plea. That gets all. <laughs> dealer and Perry he, Rubenstein cuts plea bargain. And he talks about relapsing a few years ago and the timeline. Files definitely, for bankruptcy. Uh, jail time for embezzlement. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> it keeps going and going. It never. That's the whole entire first page. And they don't even mention it in the Goop article. It's really funny. Uh yeah, he says he relapsed a few years ago, and it seems like it was during his legal trouble. Which, Jesus hey, Christ. yeah, I. But like, don't don't try to embezzle or steal hundreds of thousand dollars worth of art from some of the most powerful people in Hollywood. I mean, he went like, to jail time. He went. He got jail time for embezzlement in 2017. I mean, I guess it wasn't very much if he's already out on talking to goo. Well, these rich white people get jail they go time. In, for like, they go out. Yeah, it's like a Felicity Huffman. It, or the other the other one's going to jail though, isn't she? Uh, I don't think it's come out. Is it? I don't know what. The but I mean, is. no, it hasn't come out. But I think. I mean, she's gonna have to. She's obviously yeah, yeah, she's yeah. guilty, and it, she fucked up. They were like, it's like gonna, it's like for a long time. Either that, or she's gonna be completely uh, exonerated. We don't know yet. But do you th- is there any chance that she's gonna go to jail for like five years? I think she's yeah, gonna go to jail chance. for like sixty years or something. I mean, it was like a long. D- they were <laughs> I, talking I about the don't sentence. think so. I mean, she's so rich. They're they're not. She's not gonna go to jail for sixty years. We'll see. I'll see. Uh, Trump will pardon her. Oh, that's a specialty. Yeah. Um, or our next president, Bloomberg, will partner. Bloomberg is not going to be our next president. Mm. It's going to be Trump again. No, I'm just oh kidding. But probably. So brace yourselves and vote Jesus for Bernie Christ. Sanders, please. Okay. Um, donate. Text. Canvas. Yeah. Do everything you can. Do whatever. California primary is coming up. It's all right. You can already vote in California. Oh, yeah. I, I don't vote early. I like to go to the thing. They never send me send it to me, and then I always go, and I have to vote by um, whatever the fuck it's called. They they can never... They don't send it to me, and then I go to the place on election day, and then they're like, we can't find you, and I'll be like, I'm there, and then they're like... They do a whole fucking thing, and then I have to vote. You know that thing? What's it called? Where they, like, send it in or something Yeah, for but you? you should fix that before, because they don't really count those usually. They count them? Uh, I don't know. They, of course they count them provisionally Provi- yeah they, don't, they count I, all the they count every vote i don't know i wouldn't trust it well why would you trust that more than anything else i thought that they only count provisional votes if there's like if, if it's a really close call no it's just they count them later so like usually by the time they're counting them it's like 
already sort of been decided, but it's like your vote, they count it. All right. Hopefully. Well, I mean, it's like that by that logic, like why go in and vote? Why not just do the early voting or why do early voting when you can just go in and vote on election day? Yeah, but if it's happened to you before, shouldn't can't you like make sure that you're actually I don't know what I would have to do. I just like I always go in and then this is just like what happens like every single time. Okay. But they they do count pro- if you are voting provisionally, don't stay home. No, of like course they not. still of will count not. your yeah, vote yeah. and your vote will count. Okay. That's not true. Okay. Uh, what would you try? I would try Three Women by Lisa Tadeo. Taito? I don't even know how to say her name, which is embarrassing because it's a really big book. But they came out with this, like, really fun, <laughs> like, listicle thing called 14 Sex Books Worth the Read, which is normally the kind of thing that I would hate. But I literally think they did the entire thing just to not put Jen Gunther's Vagina Bible on yes, it. definitely. Which I thought was, like, very enjoyable and petty. <laughs> I, I didn't think about that, but that's absolutely why they But I was article. like, that must be the reason that they even bothered to do this. because 101 like, sex books. Yeah, every like sex the, book ever every, published. The most important sex books ever made, and there are, like, four million of them. And especially because this three-woman book is not a sex book. It's, like, a... Mm this journalist like was with three women for 10 years and like wrote about their like lives. And I don't know. It sounds good. I'm into stuff like this. I like like the seven up series and shit like that. And I think it's like a book version of that, but just about like what women's lives are like. I don't know very much about it. I don't know who the women are. Oh yeah. I listened to some podcasts. They were talking about this book. It sounded interesting. On like every list. It was like, it was like every like year end book in last year. It was like, this was like a book and I just didn't get to it. So I think I'm going to read this actually. And then I'll report back. Um, That sounds good. Yeah. I'm still wading my way through Fleischman is in trouble. I know. So am I, I feel like a total it's, idiot. Okay. I love Taffy and I love her journalism and I like this book, but it's not grabbing me. It seems like a lot of these books about sort of upper middle class, New York marriages, it doesn't seem that original to me, honestly. I like it, but I like stuff like that. I like, like, you know, Nora Ephron is, like, my favorite writer, and it feels very Nora Ephron-y yeah. to me, which is pleasant, but it's just, like, I, I almost... Also, my other big problem with it is that I got it on my phone. I got it for Kindle, and I don't really have a... I, like, have a Kindle, but, like, don't know where it is. Sometimes... I don't know. I re- So, like, reading... I used to read books on my phone all the time and, like, really love it, and I'm just, like, not in that phase right now. I just want to read, like, real books so i think i might just buy it oh yeah and then read it and then i'll have read i yeah i alternate between reading on my phone and my kindle um i'm trying to do 20 pages a day but it ends up being like 20 pages every like three or four days when i get i'm such a sometimes i like go through these like reading phases where i like read nonstop, and then sometimes i'm just like i haven't read a book in months so Mm. i'm gonna make myself read a book just to stop being such a moron uh, the thing I would try was part of their, you know, they had, they do those like 13 things we're talking about right now. Yeah. And this was, I never even heard of this place. It's called the Wisdom Immersive Art Park. Like and it's Wisdom, wi- but Wisdom. Wi- yeah, Wisdom okay. with an E. It sounds stupid, but it's in LA and it sounds sort of cool. Like it's this, it's this series of domes in the arts district where they have like different music playing every night and then you just like go in and like have like an immersive crazy experience oh that's fun i feel like art now is all about like immersive musical experiences yeah because yeah no one like has the energy or the attention span to like look at a painting so everyone has to like it's like they need to like be like screaming in your face Mm -hmm. for 15 seconds and then you get to leave uh yeah so i guess this person went to there was like a pink floyd cover band there 
um, that they went to, but there's but they have different music. They have like oh my god, cacao ceremonies, sound baths, virtual reality experiences, meditation workshops, and performances. It's like a mini festival, and I think it's open like whenever. Um, so I would go. I mean, wow. maybe, I would go. That sounds fun. You know, maybe take an edible. I wouldn't, but you can. You I wouldn't would, take an edible. I would take maybe like a CBD, or I would take like a half a codeine. <laughs> I want to do this. God, Brian would absolutely hate this, but I want to go. go. All right, me and you'll go. We'll go. I'll we'll talk about it on the podcast. A, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Tickets are from are between five and hundred and eight dollars. Uh, wait, between five and five dollars. Well, let's get the five dollar ones. Then. Why are some of them five dollars and some one hundred and eight? Because you have to like do it in the parking lot. You can't go into the dome. Yeah, you stand outside <laughs> and just like watch the beautiful rich people walk in. You can do, oh man, it's ex- the parking's expensive. Whatever. Okay, oh, see, we, can, this is what <laughs> we can take that red line or whatever, yeah, or, we'll, the tra- or the Uber or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk, we'll we'll figure it out. Ride oh, bikes. God, you just reminded me, my dad went to a fucking Grateful Dead concert and John Mayer is the like new guy in, oh in it. God. And it was like, because he didn't know, he didn't know who John Mayer was. So he was like telling us about John Mayer, like, Oh, and it was this great guy named John Mayer. And I guess he was kind of a, like a bad boy. And so he kind of got, cause he was a huge, it turns out this guy was a huge musician, but then he sort of lost everything. Cause he was, you know, too rough around the edges <laughs> or something. And I was just like, okay, like just please shut up and stop telling me about this, about John Mayer, please. Oh, it was one of, it was like just so insane, but I'm that glad. is a really smart career move for, john mayer to just like be infiltrated into boomer society just go into boomer culture because they think he's cool yeah. like my dad thought john mayer was like the coolest guy i'd ever heard of and i was like that's exactly right you do think john that. mayer will be like strumming guitar for like a joe biden rally yeah i mean like that's exactly who his audience is and then i was like you know i guess he is like a really good musician he's, supposedly, he's like really people that know that stuff they think he's a great guitarist. Like he's a great guitar player and like that's fine but like to us John Mayer's always been like dorky. Like John Mayer's never been cool. He's never been cool. He's always been like hippie adjacent, but super mainstream. Yeah, he came out. It was sort of like the early aughts, he and it was bubble toes. Oh, he had a huge. He was huge though. Yeah, I know, because because he came out during sort of the height of like NSYNC, Britney, Christina Aguilera, and it was like, oh, this is a real musician who plays a real guitar. And also, he was like so like he had that like aggressive, disgusting like sexuality that mm-hmm. was like that was all you could really get but it, the problem is he is like actually really hot he's super hot he's and like all of his, six six and all of his music is about like how he wants to like eat you out yeah. i mean look it's look uh, it's john mayer right what are we gonna do i mean he's literally fucked every woman in hollywood and they it's all amazing. hate him they all hate him but they all like don't regret doing it there are guys like yeah, that. What, yeah, do you, what can yeah. you say? There are guys like that. And then your dad is like, he's so cool. And you're like, yeah. I hate you. And I'm like, and then you're like, wait, explain to me why you hate John Mayer. And you're like, because uh, I want to fuck him and I don't want to want to fuck him. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, anyway. A good move. God. So he like literally just joined Grateful Dead. <laughs> he's like in the Grateful Dead. He's like Jerry Garcia now. Like he's like the lead singer of the Grateful Dead. That's like Adam Lambert just joined Queen. Yeah. It's that's like, what they do. That's. I mean, some of these people that like have like, enough of a career but like it's they don't you need that like boomer touring money so you need to like join an old like when elton john dies there's gonna be some well, twink that's like i'm elton john well, and then no one will like know the difference band. yeah it's, it's like a got one these, person these alzheimer's ridden boomers won't know the difference 
Well, yeah, like they'll probably. It'll be I mean, just Taron Edgerton. We'll just like slip into it, and like no one will care. Honestly, that that's our generation yeah, that wouldn't care. Let's be real true. about it. We'd be like, "What's the difference? He looks like him, and he sounds like him, but he's young, and he's not a boomer." We're going to this concert instead. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> oh, they're he, all they bad. All of the songs to have like socialist messages. Oh my God, I know they probably will. Fuck, we are screwed as a generation, and it's a planet. <sighs> Um, well, on that note, I already said my buy, which was Jean's little vitamin C concoction. Well, mine was nothing. Wow. Mine was like, I'm sick of it. No logo. No logo. (laughs) I'm voting for Bernie Sanders. I'm not buying anything from Goop today. Wow. Powerful statement from Maggie Hewitt. Thank you all so much for listening. Nothing. On that note, register to vote. Um, oh, canvas, uh, call your representatives. <laughs> I don't know what to do. What Just try. I don't know. Adam Schiff? But no, he's canceled because now you have to vote for that socialist drag queen that's running against him. <laughs> <laughs> called, she's called Maybe a Girl and I follow her on Twitter and she's running against Adam Schiff because Adam Schiff is a tool of the war machine. You know what? I'm voting for Adam Schiff. Yeah, no, I guess I am too. I mean, he did a... <laughs> pretty good job yeah. with that impeachment i mean we can't deny right i mean uh, yeah as good a job as anyone could have done the whole system well, is i think he did an incredible job trump's still in office he would he was impeached by the house no, i know um and adam Schiff is in the house okay all right anyway okay. we're done talking about this okay thank you so much for listening uh yeah go on patreon um write a review on apple podcast tell your friends about the podcast and we will talk to you soon bye, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.